G'day and welcome to uh, episode 3 of I Used to Scream at Things. This one's a little bit different. This is an interview I pre-recorded. It was from October, September last year. I can't remember exactly when. The end of September, beginning of October anyway. Um, and it was when I was over in Cologne in Germany and visiting a festival called Euroblast, which a friend of mine runs and owns. And I had the chance of meeting them in Australia many years ago and... Since then, it's been pretty awesome to have a chance to keep in contact with them and then finally get to follow through with some ideas and things we had talked about as far as photo work and video work, etc. So um, before I start up, I just want to say a big thanks to John, John Julio Sprick, who the interview is with, uh, my good friend Remy, who is the algorithm, um, Florent, a really good friend of Remy's and a good friend of mine now, Mike Mal Malian, I always get that wrong, sorry Mike. Awesome to see you again, bud. The Aussie crew over at the festival, Stu and the, the uh, UK Tech Fest, and just the general UK dudes over at the festival. Uh, the Monuments lads for always being awesome as per usual. And um, finally, just Euroblast, thanks for having me, and um, thanks for being so supportive and letting a random Aussie dude who John, John and Remy met over uh, a few drunken shenanigans and other things at festivals, and it led to me being able to go over and actually work the festival and hang out with everyone and get access to something I never thought I would. So uh, I won't make you wait any longer. Here is the interview. Take it away. This is the interview with John. Hi, my name is John and uh, I'm one of the founders of Euroblast Festival and yeah, we've been going for 11 festivals now. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And so has it always been in Cologne? Yes, Euroblast Festival has always been in Cologne. I'm originally from Berlin, but I've been living in Cologne over 12, for over 20 years. So we founded it in Cologne and it's, it has been in Cologne ever since. And we don't want to move anywhere else because it kind of works. Why would you? It's a beautiful city. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. And all our team is mostly based you know, in, in Cologne and around. So I thought that was actually quite funny. With um, I met Leo. Leo, yeah. Yeah, he's Australian. He's Australian, exactly, but he lives in Cologne, where he's like, uh, I think, Australian, but also has relatives in Bali. Yep. Like, and um, yeah, he moved to Cologne. He, lives, he moved to Europe for like metal music and rock music, and yeah, chose Cologne. I don't know exactly how that happened. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's uh, a very important part. Yeah, I've, I've noticed, and, and this is one of the things I think I, I like stressing the most about Euroblast after coming, um, and being my first time, obviously, is the festival isn't, um, sort of, it's not scoped by Germany. People live for, in France, Germany. Yeah, um, everywhere. I mean, not native Israel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, it started that... It became more international because people from all over the world like progressive rock and metal music and so they started coming over from Australia and Korea and America and South America and everywhere in the world. To this day, um, we have an average of 40 to 45 countries represent every year. It would probably totally stack up to 60, 70 countries right now in total, but every year like 40 to 45 uh, different countries represent 
And then obviously this started getting more into the team as well. So this, uh, we have a couple of people that live in Cologne, but are actually like Leo, are actually from Australia. And also we have people like Natif, who's been with us for the first year, who's from Israel. And so it's, it's more and more, you know, people from different countries, you know, be, becoming also part of the team. So yeah, it's so multicultural on, on, on both sides, on the team side and on visitor side, and obviously also on band side. And I think, I think that's part of what makes a big difference to me anyway, with what Euroblast is. It seems to be a much more of a, um, while it's a, a German festival, it's an international effort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still try to figure out, you know, where that, you know, lang language wise and, and, every, and like positioning wise, where we're at, because it's changing so fast. But um, the festival, yeah, it is a German festival, but we've been, uh, because I'm hosting the festival, uh, we've been doing all the announcements in English basically since 2011 or 2010 even so the like the spoken festival language was English for a couple of years and all our social media and stuff like that well we have a German website we have an English website of course um, but you know the festival language is, has been English for quite some while as like the, the the language everyone can talk to each other and um, you know, that's I think it's important mm. it's important like that it creates more of a you know international atmosphere as well yeah because that's one of the things i really noticed was um with that international atmosphere and, and like we were saying with people traveling from all over the place um i was quite surprised and shocked i guess to find nearly everyone was speaking english <laughs> <coughs> yeah but that's the thing that's happening right now <clears throat> i think Really, everyone English and language and education is the gate gateway to a better world for a lot of people. I think for like communication with uh, other artists and uh, so many artists are there. Like Animal Structure is a great example. They've been with us for I don't know four or five times since two thousand ten. Yeah, they played their first show ever at Euroblast. Oh wow! I did not yeah. realize that. That's cool. It's a bunch of bands that actually. Uh, if you want to have a list of yeah, the algorithm air first live show ever aliases first live show ever anime structure first live show ever tube spanner was second show but <laughs> second first live show ever then we have um destiny potato first live show ever bylo first live show ever um and um, i think uh, many many more I, I'm, I'm forgetting right now on top of my head no no that's all right so, um, anime structure is a good example for the language thing because back in the days when they came, like France can be a bit more, bit more difficult topic in terms of English. Yep. I don't know why, and I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, uh, I, I think I don't, I d just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Why it's, it's like that, but I, it was always a little bit like that. I experienced that with Grammy in the early times, like algorithm, anime structure. And now, like a couple of years later, everyone is just so speaking such a great English. Yeah. You know, and uh, my English improved a lot, <laughs> I think. Um, so it's a learning process also for, for the bands and everyone involved. Yeah. You come there and you are kind of forced to step out of, outside of your comfort zone and you talk English and you get better, you make new friends, you talk to them English all the time, 
you go on tour with them or not and you know even my French is improving <laughs> from being on tour with the algorithm and uh, yeah so, so if I were to I mean I think personally calling it a metal festival isn't yeah. enough <laughs> after doing it like, like I said it's my first time yeah. coming from Australia it's a bit more than a metal festival interesting thought uh, I'm glad you say that actually because um, we started as a metal festival originally in 2008 because we did three Euroblast in 2008 and we did two in 2009 and then from 2010 we were annual okay so, so it wasn't annual to start with no okay. it wasn't annual so we had like in the first two years we did five Euroblast festivals I don't know why we did that <laughs> but, but it's totally crazy it's more like a I think we wanted to do more mistakes in a shorter amount of time. I don't know if that, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And uh, so we, we, just, we just supercharged the festival in the beginning because we were so enthusiastic. We're still super enthusiastic, but obviously now annual because more bands, mm. bigger, bigger, bigger. So we started as a metal festival and then we took it from there to it moved more into more progressive, more progressive. So we didn't, we weren't that progressive metal festival in the first place we had this idea of we want to do you know europe and international and progressive but we had to start somewhere so we started a bit more regionally a lot of death metal yep. even a little bit grindcore this 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 we even had a rock band like an alternative rock band in the first festival and then we slowly moved into that progressive metal thing and then we kind of arrived at the progressive metal side in I'd say 2011, 2011, yeah, that was like where I would say we've been a progressive metal festival at that time. Mm. And then we wanted to open it up a little bit more into having becoming a progressive rock festival as well. So we started inviting, um, you wanted to have a little bit more like Dead Letter Circus yep. um, or bands like Long Distance Calling, which is more like a post-rock, rockish band from Germany as well, opening it up a little bit. You know, yeah. Because I think the 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 border between progressive rock and progressive metal is blurry anyway. There are always artists, you know that. Well, per perfect example, Cynic. Cynic, exactly. Cynic, right now, uh, yeah, exactly. This year, Cynic, perfect example. And um, so then we've been more of a progressive rock and metal festival, and then we wanted to you know, to open up even a little bit more. And now our mission is to become a progressive music festival. Which is what I was about to get to, which is this year, it seems like it's a progressive festival. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully, if you say it like that, I'm happy. It's like, uh, I would never be like, yeah, we know, but I couldn't, like the, the vision and, uh, you know, my, one of my jobs uh, within the whole Euroblast collective or the, the Euroblast family, or however you want to call it, is, you know, I'm a bit in charge of the vision of the festival and where, you know, I'm, I'm thinking almost every day about where to develop it, how to develop it, and I'm thinking in the future, try to think in the future, where can we be, what can we do, how can we break down some barriers and boundaries, because I don't like boundaries, politically and in general, mm. you know, because I think you know, open mind, being progressive means, f you know, a as a progressive thinking for me is being 
you know enthusiastic about change yeah oh and that's a big topic in my life as well and um i think it's a big topic for Euroblast. we want to change things we want to develop you know that's why we're collecting feedback uh things that's why we ask the people we the the team everyone can say something and so we can progress you know and it's difficult you know we talked about it at some point we know it can be difficult for certain niches and people in certain niches like to to be open-minded because you have like you rock i'm listening to metal and then you're the you know stereotypical metal head that is like metal and then you live once you, you show that person like the algorithm and it can be like oh that's oh that's interesting i've never thought electronic music could be cool so that person has, has like a good entry point into you know a bit more electronic side and then you show that person fx twin and then that person's like yeah yeah that's also pretty cool and suddenly you have created like some sort of open-mindedness or like helped creating that or gave an incentive or however you in what context you are doing it and that's what we want to do with your blast we want to open people's minds and challenge people you know, uh, by um, by really make creating this dense experience that is a bit over the top. It has to be a bit over the top, like exhausting wise as well. Because yeah. um, I personally experience a lot of times in in my life that when I'm super exhausted beyond normal, uh, my normal point of uh, I don't know my my standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah then um, you get receptive for change, for new ideas, you know, you, you discover new sides of yourself and we want that for Euroblast Festival, you know, I don't know if that is too ambitious or anything, but um, I think if you, you have the possibility to watch 50 bands at Euroblast, roughly, mm. and, and like going up and down and you can see workshops and this and then you meet the people and you speak English and you hear a million different languages and and uh, alcohol and no alcohol and all that kind of stuff and, and suddenly wow everything is different and then you see a band that is maybe not metal that, but that makes progressive music is acoustic guitarist or something like Igor or whatever something that is you know um, you wouldn't consider as straight up progressive metal or rock in the traditional sense yeah I think it challenges you and it gives room for growth I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, one of the things we, I mean, we discussed it earlier a bit, but <coughs> one of the things I found very interesting about the festival is the fact that you like to focus, like, like we said, progressive music, but there's that tendency, and you just mentioned it before, with metalheads to be, or rock everyone, a- anyone to be put off that other style of music that they listen to. And um, one of the things I found which I actually experienced firsthand. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Perturbator, Igor. Um, I lo- Pre-Pism. Is it Pre-Pism or Pre-Pism? How do you say it? Pre-Pism. I think it's Pre-Pism. I'm a massive fan of that style of mixing the electronic with... You still have the hard grooves of metal and the drum beats, but it's not necessarily the same music. Like, it's more open-minded. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed, and I thought I'd just share this with you, was one of the Australians that I met at the festival. He was not even remotely into um, electronic music. Okay. And I said, okay, you need to come watch Perturbator after it's finished. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. 
And now, this is someone who, who from what he told me, and, 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 and like, he's a lovely person, etc. I bloody love the bloke now, he's a good mate. He was with that mindset, oh, I don't know how I feel about electronic music. Yeah. About 20 minutes into Perturbator, <laughs> he was next to me dancing like crazy. <laughs> and I think it's that, it's the mentality of Euroblast that lets people who aren't comfortable with those things that would normally make them uncomfortable yeah. come out of their shell. Yeah, hopefully. Like, I, I, I really do feel that. Like, it's... Okay. It, I found that quite interesting that uh, people who wouldn't normally listen to the styles of, you know, that's on every day of the festival really seem to open up by day three particularly. They're just like, wow. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. I think I know what you mean and uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I think that's... It's... you pretty... You know, you s I think you summed up what, what, what we want. That's, that's exactly what we want. Mm. And uh, I think the context, the setup, the setting, the surroundings are always stronger than the individual. Yeah. You know, specifically living in Germany with our history, that is a, a set topic. Mm. You know, it's like the context is, can be so strong, you know, it can be, it can be really hard individuals to escape from that you know it happens all the time which is a good thing but um, you know that if you are in in a, some sort of society you know that has a lot of power over the individual mm. and that can also be a positive thing yes and we want to emphasize the positive side of that being like an open-minded festival where it's all about respect and a peaceful experience and um, you know, it's um, like kind of hippie festival. A lot, a lot of, we talk a lot about love and respect, and everyone is hugging and very close. But we're not a we're not a drug festival. No. You know, not at all. You know, that's I think that's a specific uh, where we are specifically like different from like the casual like hippie festival that you would say yeah. like where everyone is like, uh, you know, I, maybe that's a cliche. I don't want to. You know. I don't no, know, no, no. It's but, okay. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, you know, we want to have it a pure, open-minded experience for the people where everybody can be, you know, um, can enjoy everything in a safe environment, very safe, where you don't, nobody is putting fingers. You know? No, no, that, that's one thing I noticed is it's very, like, like you've said a million times, it's your boss family. Yeah. You can say you don't like something. You can. There is. I think there is a lot of room for active discussion. Like, who's the best Tesseract vocalist? Da 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 da, da or whatever, or uh, you know something like that. And I, I saw a lot of these interesting discussions about like, oh, what's the better a better guitar amp? What's the best this and this and this? So there is discussion, and there's not always everything is not happy and shiny all the time. Yep. You know, we don't want to have this polished Tomorrowland experience yep. where you just see beautiful people all the time, everybody's so happy da, 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 da. no, there has to be room for the dark side for like because as a human being you have ups and downs, you have these like waves, you know uh, you cannot ride a wave if you, you know land at the bottom of the wave it's like, it needs both, it needs the ups and the downs, everything, and I think we want to reflect that uh, with how we do Euroblast we have like it's like a composition and there has to be room for negative feelings as well and um, 
but positively dealing with those yeah positively in a safe environment yeah you know that's for example when we when we did that one minute of silence for Justin Lowe I don't know if you yeah yeah, been there? I, I, yeah I was there yeah. okay because these are important things for me personally as well and I think also for the whole uh, you know for the whole festival because we care about the people you know it's not a marketing machinery it's not about oh yeah it's not all about the lineup and that kind of stuff it's actually about the people in the bands and you know and uh, Euroblast cares about all the bands that play there that played there in the past and I think that made a you know it, it gave also the vibe you know something else because we remembered Justin Lowe for a minute and there was this room packed with 1200 people a lot of emotion a lot of emotion and everybody's quiet and is thinking about you know a little bit the dark side of living that you know things can go wrong and there are people that are you know feeling bad uh, all that kind of stuff you know so it needs that yeah it needs that because it's it's human and it's natural and it's it's important and after that you can you know you can celebrate again but you had this moment of oh, Let's think about everything, you know, and um, as opposed to having a full weekend of like, yeah, yeah, everything is great, you know, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to eject the negative side of life for one weekend. Mm. It happens for me, for example, it happens for me, for, I think for a lot of other people, but it also contains negative sides within the project, which makes it more authentic and more natural and more sustainable and in my human. opinion. And human, yeah. Because that, that's, that's one of the things like, um, I think one of the things that, that put it in perspective for me more, and maybe I was searching for this when, when I was looking for it, um, was I had to look a bit into Cologne's history before coming here. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I wanted to know a bit about the city. Now, I don't want to tap on this too much because it is very dark and whatnot, but, but now by my understanding is during the war, for example, Cologne was pretty World much... World War II. World War II, correct. Cologne was basically destroyed. 95%. Yeah. Now, I find it amazing to see a city that's recovered from that yeah. and then is now creating what I would consider from... And I, and I haven't travelled the world and seen festivals, but I've been following them for the last... 15 years of my life via the internet, which is an amazing thing, of course. Watching live videos, seeing interviews with people, seeing interviews with the staff and that. Yeah. And I found it very interesting to see that the festival almost adapts that attitude of how can we rebuild the mentality of what a festival it is? And how can we create something greater than the sum of everyone on the bill? Yeah. Um, and that's... I guess to me that's pretty personal. And, and it's, it is a very personable festival. The fact that uh, this year you invited Mike back to do the jam session. Yeah, of course. And, and, and a lot of people, um, if, for those who don't know, uh, Mike was Monuments drummer, Algorithms drummer. He's had a lot of injuries and stuff. And myself as a vocalist who's had, I mean, I, I don't know if you know my history, I actually um, yeah. suffered what's called a supraglottic constriction. Okay. So I severed one of my vocal cords. Oh. So I actually can't, I can't do metal anymore. I can still sing, but I can't do metal. It, it hurts. Okay, so... It's done. I'm done. That's why I'm not with Schoenberg anymore. And I found it amazing that no one has to be in the capacity you know them as. They can come in and do something different. And I think, 
like the final night with Perturbator and Remy, for example, is a great example of that. And we talked a little bit earlier of you have a metal festival, which isn't a metal festival. It's a progressive festival. Yeah. And then that progressive festival now is finishing with essentially a rave. Yeah. <laughs> it has been. It has been since 2012 or 11. No, 12. Since 2012. It's, it's the tradition now. It's like the last night, it's electronic party. And for the last two years, we had Perturbator and Remy, a.k.a. The Algorithm, finishing off with DJ sets and life and everything. Um, yeah, it's uh, after 50 bands on a super high level. What do you want to listen to? Shall we listen to Meshuggah then in the night or something like that? You know, to... To, uh, to all these bands. I don't think so. It's like, you know, the band's played. The progressive metal has been played. The progressive rock has been played. All that music has been played. Let's, you know, finish off with something that is more like, more like tribal in a way, more ecstatic. You know, people can dance it off. A release. Yeah, a release can dance it off and are not touching are not touching, you know, the, the, the band experience because it's something else, because it's completely different music. Mm. So you can, you know, that, that experience doesn't get overlaid with anything else, with like any other tracks. And I, from experience, it just works like that. I don't know. It's with Remy doing his first, uh, you know, after show DJ set 2012 in Live Music Hall. Since then, it was clear, like, that's, that's what we want. That's exactly what we want, and the feedback's been amazing so far. It's always full. People love it. You know, they just want to dance. They just want to talk, inside, outside, upstairs, wherever. And uh, and until uh, yeah, until until we stop, you know, on and on and on and on. And I think Remy and James DJed like for three hours. Then afterwards, even like oh, like Perturbator was two hours, and Remy DJed three hours. Or so it's like. Like this, like, yeah. And I, I think that's, that is what makes it special. Um, so I guess uh, if, for anyone who hasn't been to Europe last, is thinking about European festival circuit, what do I go and see? Um, what would you say to someone who wants to do Europe last for the first time? <laughs> I don't know that's not a very open question, but... Yeah, um... It's, it's hard to convey <laughs> the experience. It's, uh, it's... I think... I would say to that person, if you're looking for a different level of peri uh, experience, a different level of experience that is very personal, and it goes very deep inside. It can be very emotional and it can be very like, you know, um, nah. Like eye-opening. Yeah, that can alter your state, you know, in, in, a, in a way. Then your blast is something for you. you know? Don't focus on what bands are playing and stuff like that. You know, that's, that's for me the ultimate goal. And that's what I want to say is like, it's... It's about the bands and it's not, you know, and um, it's not about a hierarchy 
about you know it's not about a hierarchy who's the biggest band who plays where that's you know it's about you know uh, a community and in an ideal world um i would like to just invite bands and not even put them on a poster in an ideal world we just have euroblast and a date and it's sold out and people come and everyone gets just surprised by the package that's like uh you know a little dreamy vision. I think it's already getting there, though. Yeah, I hope Cause, so. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of people I talk to don't... You know, they'll look... They, on the lineup, they're like, there's four bands I know, but by God, I'm ready to see the rest of it. Yeah. But that's that's the interesting thing, and that's where we want to move towards. We want to detach the, you know, Euroblast from being dependent on the headliners or something like that. Of course, we take a lot of effort to have the... The, the best possible lineup, of course, you know, and I think the continuity, continuity with having Sig and Sugar and all that kind of band, it shows that like the level of lineup we have is consistent and we will continue with that, no problem at all. It's just, um, yeah, I think we want to even further invite people to just come by and discover something new. You know, because a lot of festivals, in my opinion, are doing it wrong and are more like a business structure. And we are not a business structure. We are idealistically driven festival from musicians and music listeners to the same people. You know, I'm, I'm standing in the crowd enjoying the bands exactly the same way as anybody else at the festival. You know, I'm like. I want to see this band, I want to experience, I want to experience, I want to have this, this crazy feelings when I, when I see this band that means a lot to me and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, something like that. Excellent. Cool. We're good. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs>